When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Groomzilla's is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Check out more great podcasts at foreverdogpodcast.com. And hey, if you like what we're doing on Groomzilla's podcast, don't forget to connect with us on Twitter, on the Instagram. It's at Groomzilla's on Twitter and at Groomzilla's pod on Instagram. A lot of great content going up on those both those social media platforms. Uh, we're, we're, we're tweeting at the Dodgers players. We're trying to get them on the podcast. We're sharing videos the videos of where we became best friends. That's up there. Make sure you check that out and watch me fall. Fall on my ass 20 times in a row. Um, Instagram, great pics. And may, you know what? Maybe I'll throw up a nice TBT. Maybe I'll throw up a nice TBT, an old pic of me and Eric. Not a lot of eyes have seen. So make sure you join us on our social platforms. Get in there. Get wet. That's Groomzilla style, baby. Baby. Recording live from Forever Dog Studios in beautiful Los Angeles, California. It's the season one finale of Nolly of Nolly of Nolly of Groomzilla. Today's theme is Vow. And now, the host of Groomzilla's and my best friend, it's Dan Gill. Welcome to Groomzilla's. Thank you very much for joining us for the season one finale of Groomzilla's. What does that mean? I'll tell you what that means. It means I'm getting married in three days. Hello. Hello, dear, dear loyal listenership. This is Groomzilla's. My name is Dan Gill. Groomzilla's is, of course, the limited series wedding planning podcast by grooms for grooms and everyone in between. I got to burn through this, guys. I am literally three days away from my wedding day. Don't ask me how I got away to record in the spacious Forever Dog Studios here in Los Angeles, California, but I did get away. We're recording it. We're going to burn through it. We got a barn burner of a show for you. We got a barn burner of a show for you today. A lot of different guests, a lot of really special guests, a lot of throwback to uh, previous guests we've had uh, throughout season one. Uh, but right now, I got to say it, I'm three days away from Groomzilla's uh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm three days away from my wedding is what I'm three days away from. This is Groomzilla's. Three days away from my wedding. Went out to the Winnebago today. Uh, just a little background for you. I, uh, <clears throat> of course, am planning this whole, this whole spectacle in three days. It was centered around two motorhomes. My, my fiance, Wendy's family's motorhome and our motorhome, a Winnebago. So I went out to the Winnebago today was going to bring it down to the neighborhood, stage it, as they say, in production event talk. Going to get it close to the venue, get it cleaned up, get it ready to go. I, uh, I start up the, the old girl. She's, she's purring like a kitten. I put her in gear. I'm ready to go. I put my foot on the brake, and the brake goes all the way to the floor. No brakes. I got zero brakes on the Winnebago, which means I cannot get it to the venue in three days unless I fix the brakes somehow in the next three days, which... Do I know how to fix brakes? Ask me if I know how to fix brakes. No, of course I don't know how to fix brakes. I, do I know how to bleed brake lines? No, I don't know how to bleed brake lines. I don't, Dan, I'm going to speak think... now. Dan, Eric, Dan, Eric. I'm gonna, Dan, I'm going to speak now. You're coming in? You're just... I'm going to come in real hot, Dan. 
You, you're not even going to wait I'm... for me to throw it to you? I was just No, like... I'm not waiting, Dan. I'm not going to wait anymore. Okay. I'm going to speak now. Okay. I'm going to speak now. I'm going to speak my truth, Dan. Okay. I'm going to speak now. You go go for it, man. We usually Here's the here's the real talk. Eric is always here at the top of the show. He's always sitting by ready to go. I don't actually I sit here and I don't say anything and you do your whole opening every single time and I don't say anything <laughs> and, and right now now yeah. is when I've chosen to speak, Dan. Well this is when this is my moment. This is my truth. Okay. Right now. Speak and your I'm gonna, truth. And I'm gonna speak. What do I do about this G D motorhome, man? This is That's not what I want to talk I don't want to talk about the R V. Okay. It's not about the R V. Okay. What what do you know what I want to do you know what I want to talk about? What is it about? I want to talk about my friend Dan. Okay. My friend Dan the man. Yeah. Who could do anything any man can. All right. I want to talk about cuz there's a lot there's been a lot of talk about stress and anxiety and 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 and, and how we deal with stuff and how you deal with stuff and Yeah. What we don't think what I don't think that we've talked about enough at all throughout this entire first season of Groomzilla's leading up Big season finale. Uh huh. And your wedding to Wendy. Right. What we haven't really talked about is Dan the Man. Okay. Who is who is Dan Gill? And mm. um and to me and I can and I don't want to speak for you. Um I don't want to speak for our 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 loving Groomzilla's audience. God bless you, Groomzilla heads. Thanks for subscribing. Um, yeah. Um. But to me, Dan Gill is uh. Someone I can count on. Hmm. Dan Gill is um, hmm. is always he's he <laughs> dependable. He's gonna take on anything, and he's gonna he's gonna and people put stuff on 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 Dan Gill's plate, and he just quietly eats it all. And watching you being you know having the honor and the privilege to be uh, have a have a have a courtside seat uh. to you at this incredibly stressful point in your life yeah uh, it has been a true master class my friend wow and uh and uh and um <laughs> the words aren't coming very easily to you for this i i, I am i'm emotional i'm emotional <laughs> and i um i wanna what i want to say is uh that what was I saying? Front court seat. I had a I, I had a front I had a, I had a front court seat uh, to you and your handling of this entire situation. And it's not a situation because it's this beautiful thing. Yeah. Um. But I just want to say that uh, you know, I'm in awe of you because you've been working uh, this entire time. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, got you had that that call back and uh yeah i didn't i didn't get that job by the way you didn't get it and 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 and, and another thing i'll say about you is that you take you take rejection really incredibly well and that is something that i think in this business are of ours show yeah. business show business uh, show business it's uh the most important thing yeah i think are you tapping is, constantly on the <laughs> next to yeah, the microphone? Yeah, I'm, so, I'm getting so excited. <laughs> I was tapping. Every point um, you make. Yeah. Well, that's very... Uh, well, I'm not done. Oh, I, oh uh, I'm sorry. So what I wanted to say in summation is that, uh, you know, taking rejection well is one of the most important things in show business, and nobody takes rejection better than Dan Gill. So... Um, <laughs> 
I don't know if that, uh, no one gets rejected more than Dan Gill, it seems like. So that's just something I've been forced to deal with. But I'm glad, I'm glad you take that as a, a sign of strength. Uh, I'm glad the, uh, the several masks I put on to cover my shame and my hurt are working. Um, and thank you for those kind words, Eric. I, I, I don't know if I'm putting on a master class or just dealing. I'm just dealing from one week to the next, but certainly having your support here and having uh, the, the droves of listeners and Groomzilla heads out there listening every week. It's not about week. me, Dan. It's not about me, Dan. It's not about, it's not, and I'm sorry, viewers or uh, listeners to say this right now, Yeah. Uh, but it's not about you either. It, what I, what I'm, it's about you, Dan, and the man that you are. Wow. Dan the man. Wow. Um, incredible stuff, dude. Incredible, gorgeous stuff. Uh, just, <laughs> just in the sense of of you showing up. Yeah. Well. You know. Well, I uh... at least you sh- yeah you show up. That's one thing. That's you know what. That's what I'm gonna say. Is 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 Dan Gill shows up. Okay, I like that. Um, yeah, you can. You like you said, dependable. Put something on my plate. Uh, and I'll choke it down. I might throw a little salt on it, you know, or put a little Frank's hot, hot sauce on there to. Oh man, spice Frank's it up. hot sauce, Buffalo's Frank's. Love if Frank's. If you want it hot and you want it spicy, do me a favor. Try Frank's. Frank's hot sauce. Mm, Frank's hot sauce. Uh, Eric, that was that was just what I needed. That little pep talk because I, honestly, I am really pissed off about the Winnebago thing today. I've had the thing for two and a half years and it's never given me any mechanical problems. And of course, three days before I want to make its biggest debut, uh, I got no brakes, but thank God I didn't get on the freeway and figure that out, I guess, is the silver lining there, or else I'd be dead. I just feel like you can handle anything life throws at you, man. I think you just have that that aura around you. Wow. Uh, a lot like, a lot like, you know who you remind me of? Who? Cody Bellinger, first baseman uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, likely rookie of the year for the National League 2017, rookie, right? Rookie of the year and kind of quietly, you know, one of the leaders in this Dodgers clubhouse. Not vocally, certainly, but because um, you don't, you know, you that's not the type of guy you are. Right. You're not going to, you're not, you're not a rah-rah guy. You know, um. that's my job. Um, <laughs> and you know, and you know your job and, and your job is to play solid first base. Oh. And hit home runs. Yeah. Uh, get and on that's base, what you do. Make great defensive plays. How about him and yeah. how about him in game three? First of all, let's let's just say it. Dodgers, NLDS champions. Yeah. Eight more wins. Sweeping Eight more. Sweeping those D backs handily. Handily oh, dealing with those D backs. Oh, um man. very exciting. And I love that I love the talk all throughout the year about how Arizona had been kind of cultivating this one sided like is one side in the sense that it was just Arizona kind of doing the rivalry thing. Right. Uh, well, all year they're like, oh, you know, don't look. The Diamondbacks are 15 games behind the Dodgers, but I think that I think they're going to beat the Dodgers in the first round. Pundits, yeah. you know, ESPN <laughs> pundits yeah. were saying this. Yeah. And how'd that work out for the Diamondbacks? Not so great. Mm, not so great, baby. Uh, speaking of uh, the Dodgers, speaking of the series season not series season one finale of groomzilla's eric can we get our final season one word of the week the word of the week is truth veritas (laughs) not veritas truth sorry truth 
truth. <laughs> I and I'll tell you what, because yeah. uh, you know, truth is the only thing that matters. Yep. And when everything's on the line, like the Dodgers being in the, and we knew this, we yeah. knew this was going to happen. We knew it. Uh, we knew that your wedding date is going to come. We know that my wedding date is going to come. The Dodgers knew that at a certain point they got to play in the playoffs. Yep. And the only thing that matters is finding your own truth. What is the Dodgers? What is your destiny? You know, the what is your truth? The destiny, the truth always was for the NLCS game one to fall on, on our wedding day, me and Wendy, she's a big Dodgers fan. I'm yeah. a big Cubs fan, although you know, edge, am I edging towards a Dodgers fan fandom? It's 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 a it's a constant fight within within How my soul. How could you not? It, it would make for such an electric wedding day if it's game one. There's tons of Cubs fans and tons of Dodgers fans just going at it. There's there's a TV in the venue and we're getting like a projection. This, by the way, this is Wendy's suggestion. We get ah uh, yeah projector so people can watch the game at the wedding. Uh- that's um, so that's so cool yeah and that's like i love that because that's you know typically that's like yeah. a, a dipshit like man thing to do like gotta get the game on but yeah it was like totally like she wants it there um yeah. mar- definitely she, marrying the right person um, she gets it she, she gets it i mean it. also also she's in the business she knows you know she knows how to put on a show in a certain she knows how to put on an event yeah we are the show we're the show people we know how to put on a show. Yep. I think Wendy knows how to put on an event, and I think she understands that there are, you know, different elements. She doesn't want me running down Vermont in my gorgeous suit to a public house no. to catch the seventh inning. Yeah, we don't want people on their no. phones watching the watching the apps. No, we want you don't people. Want anybody, yeah, yeah. You need to control the situation. This is like a fucking power move. Yeah, this is like wow. <laughs> I'm impressed by that move. Yeah, she's on top of it. She doesn't know how to throw an event to the point where I told her about the goddamn Winnebago breaks not working, and she just rolled with care. it. She didn't care. No. She's like, it's fine. No, it's like, too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, It's too late to, to care about shit. She's going to make it work. She's fine. She was positive. Uh, yeah. She got me a wedding gift today. She got me a website for a wedding gift, which was really, really sweet. Um, she got she got, she got fullofgills.com. <laughs> she finally locked it down from GoDaddy. Old fullofgills.com coming coming to an internet year you. Um, full. Here's a gillful for you. <laughs> um yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's so thoughtful. Yeah. Did you get her anything? No, no, I, no. I didn't know we No, were, you didn't. Didn't know we were getting stuff. It's all right. Stuff. It's all right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um no, I'll, I'll get her something. It'll be and it'll be you know, a half to 40% as good as what she got me. What about um, a nice what about a nice hat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just got her a hat? Just like, like a, a weird a hat. Big circular like hat yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this a hat box? I'm like, yes, it and is. <laughs> and, and and it's like a hat box and she thinks it's like one of those like pretty like veiled, you know, like nineteen thirties like movie star uh-huh. hats that like, you know, Joan yeah. Crawford wear. Yeah. No. No. Just a big tangle. <laughs> I get her a Sam Jackson hat. No, no, babe, put, yeah. it, on, put it on backwards. It's a tangle. You're supposed yeah. to put it on backwards. Why is why is why is Wendy wearing that hat? <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. <laughs> I, I, I think Dan just got her a hat. I think I think Dan. What? Dan was scrambling. Dan got her, 
Dan was scrambling. He got he got her a, a kangle, and she felt bad not wearing it. <laughs> and and you cut to you, and you're wearing a kangle. You're wearing a red kangle. <laughs> just, just Dan loves kangles. Just elbowing everybody, huh? See it? See the kangles? Isn't her kangles pretty cool, huh? We got a website too. We're doing it right. Um, okay, Eric, we got a lot to get to. I feel like we have to move on. Uh, Please let's big, big, big. Big season one Groomzilla's finale coming up. We are talking to no- later in the show. Oh my God, Eric! I hold on to your butts. We 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 are talking to none other, as promised at the end of last week's show. We are talking to none other than Richard Curtis, Eric. Richard, I can't believe it. We can you believe we actually talked? Got him on the phone. I can't believe it. Well, be- I believe. I was it. so. I was like, I believe it now. Now I believe it. Yeah, because it's real. It it's is really real. happening. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, you know, it's going to be a great talk. It's going to be a great talk. We talked to him. Should we hit on themes? The, this week's theme is vows. I have mine half vows. written. It's, you know, it's, it's at this point, I'm three days away. It's going to be what it's going to be. I, I, I have the sentiment down and uh, I'll figure out the wording or just go from the heart or it'll be fine. And, and Richard Curtis has literally, because he's made like 7,000 movies yep. uh, with weddings. Yep. Uh, he's just written, like he's made a living off of writing vows. I would say. Yep, right? yep. He was the good. He was the he was the right person to talk to. Um, we recorded this a week ago, just as an FYI to you listeners. Yeah. Um, but make sure you you come back for that and a lot of other surprise special gu- surprise special guests coming up later in there this season one finale of Groomzilla's. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the season one Groomzilla's finale. I am getting married in three days. What am I doing here? Why am I recording this right now? Why am I in the spacious Forever Dog Studios right now? I have so much to do. Uh, It's fine. This is a fantastic show. We got lined up for you today. Like we said before the break, Richard Curtis coming up later, an interview. It's going to be huge. This is... This is stupid that we got Richard Curtis on this podcast, but there's no way that a person like him, who's uh, gifted and charming and intelligent, yeah, uh, should have ever talked to two idiots like us. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, which, by the way, was completely set up by our silent producer and my fiance, who I'm going to marry in three days, Wendy Conley, who works with Richard yeah. Curtis. Of course, yeah. of course, she got us our biggest guest for this season of one of Groomzilla's. But right yeah. now. Before we get to that interview with Richard Curtis, I, I got to say, Eric, this Winnebago thing, the, the break issue is just giving me a lot of your pep talk aside. I'm still stressed out about it. I mean, we it, it needs to be dealt with. We need to find a solution. We just need to, um, you know, get on with it. Yeah. And I think that and at this point, because we have three days to deal with it. Um, I think that we really have to start trying we gotta, everything. Yeah, we got to put out this fire. Exactly. Yeah, trying everything. I'm glad we you really got. I'm glad you yeah. said that because I, or I, I mean anything. I, honestly, I it, this falls in line with what I was about to suggest. You remember uh, episode two? I believe it was uh-huh. with, with Nate Lang. Um, uh-huh. We talked oh, to yeah. a wedding planner. Uh, quote quote unquote Ooh. wedding planner. By Queens the, Nikki. Yeah, I'm talking about Queen's Nicky. The, that felon? The, you want to talk to <laughs> that felon? He a, yeah. Yeah. He was not. He was like a bargain basement kind of wedding planner. He walked in off the street. I saw his ad from, in, 
LA, from prison. From prison. He had like yeah. two garbage sacks full of clothes with him. He tried to sleep over at the Forever Dog Studios. I, I know this is a long shot, and I know we probably shouldn't be turning to this guy in this hour of need, but I, I'm, I'm willing to try anything because this is... Ugh. You're making... I, I, I mean, I'm making, I'm making noises. I, I agree with you that I, we, we have to try anything and everything. Yeah. Um, I just, I just like, I mean, I was really unsettled by him the you, last time we talked because he was like, yeah, he was really raw, really intense, very kind of threatening. Very, yeah, uh, sort of aggressive. Like you weren't even in studio with him. He was in here like poking and I around. Felt gross. Yeah, and I felt gross and I felt weird. Yeah, yeah. I, well, uh, listen, I think that's exactly the kind of guy we need to turn to right now. I feel like he'll know a mechanic or he'll know a guy with another uh, motorhome we could use. He'll have a solution. He feels like a he fixer. Definitely, he definitely knows a mechanic. Yeah. Like, he definitely knows where you go to fix cars. Yeah. Yeah. So he, when he was here the last time, he did leave his, uh, what was it, like a voice service. I don't know if this is a pager. I, I, I already called him and uh, I, I got him. <clears throat> See, that's weird. Like, to me, like, I know it's funny and it's, like, cute yeah. to have a page, But it's, like, to me, to have a pager in 2017 and to make people, like, call it and then you call it. It's, like, such a power yeah. move. It's weird. He's uh, He was in prison for a long time. You know, he doesn't yeah. know that the, no, world, know. the world has changed. So I have this number. I don't know what this number is. Uh, yeah. But let's call him. This is going to – this should be Queen's Nicky, and hopefully he has a solution for the Winnebago problem. Hello. Hi, is this Nikki? Is this Queen's Nikki? Hello. <laughs> Who's this? This is uh, Dan and Eric from Groomzilla's. Remember you? Groomzilla's. You, you were on our podcast. We're getting married. I'm not, I'm not interested. Not interested. I don't know what. I don't need. I don't need any of this. No, what, no, what, no, 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 no. We're not selling you anything, uh, Queen's Nikki. You were. You were in. We're from Forever Dog Studios. Remember, you tried to sleep over here a couple weeks back. It's Dan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember you guys. You guys, yeah. the, uh, the guys with the uh, the radio, the ham radio thing, well, the ham radio show, the podcast is a podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ham, ham radios. No, right, yeah. right. Oh yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Finally came to your senses, huh? You came to your senses. You need you need a little help uh, planning some weddings, getting some shit rolling. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, actually, I'm just dropping off. I'm just dropping off my dry cleaning and my laundry here. Do you, do you have like? Can I can I put you on hold for like fifteen twenty five minutes? No, 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 no. Twenty five minutes? No. no. Why would you just? Hang Why wouldn't up? you just hang up? That would cost you a fortune. That That's ridiculous. Right, you, you guys, you guys called me. You know, I mean, what, what do you want? I mean, well, all right, fine. I'll talk to you out. That is true. I'll do it later. What's what's going on? What can I help you with? Okay, here's the situation, Queens. I I don't know if you remember. I have a Winnebago. It's going to be involved in my wedding, which is four days away. Four days away from my wedding, and I'm having brake issues with the Winnebago. I, I the it's low on brake fluid. I got to bleed the brakes. I don't know what I got to do, but the the thing has no brakes, and I can't get it to the venue. Yeah, we thought you. This is this is yeah. the venue. This, this is I mean this is the the Winnebago. This is uh, it was owned by what the fucking million dollar man or something. The back in the uh, what John Candy on this fucking thing. Uh, well, Andy, Andy Griffith. It's right? yeah, it's rumored to Andy be Andy Griffith. Yeah, well, it was once owned yeah. by Andy Griffith, supposedly. Andy Griffith. Andy Griffin of Bewitched fame. He was great on that show. Uh, I don't know if he was Unbelievable. Bewitched. He was never Listen, on that show, right? 
It you do- got brake problems, huh? It doesn't matter what it... Yeah, yeah, I got brake problems, and I'm just calling... I, I figure you're a guy who knows people. You're a guy who knows how to get right. things done. Um, and I... You know, I how to, you, know, you know how to fix... I feel like you... Anything that goes on with the Winnebago RV, anything like that, that's like it's like a quick fix. I feel like you could do it. Yeah, you're handy. Do you know anybody? I understand. I understand. Okay. I understand. Yeah. I understand. How this uh, this happens a lot. A lot of times, grooms groomsmen will uh, will get you know what they call uh, cold seats mm-hmm. for the wedding, and yeah. uh, you know all types of stuff comes up. You know, all of a sudden. You know, you're on a plane, and the plane goes down, and we can't find you, something like that, or all of a sudden, you know, and then and lo and behold, you know, the wedding's off. I understand this. So you got brake problems on a Winnebago. No. All right, look. Wait, you think there's get some it. sort of code? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think you're misunderstanding. I don't have cold feet. Yeah. I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm, I don't have cold feet. This is... Well, no, I, I, no, I know you don't. I know you can't say that, but I get I get what you're saying. You got Winnebago brake problems. You're driving the Winnebago, maybe on the on the Pacific uh, Coast Highway. You know, you go to press the brakes, all of a sudden it goes off the bridge. You know, you can't. Your body goes into the water. Sharks are going to eat it. Uh, you know, that's why there's no body there. You just got the Winnebago. Your wife, your, your fiance's devastated. Her family is. You know, well, honestly, her right. family it could go either way with them. Right. Next thing you know, you're, wow. you're down in Puerto Puerto Vallarta. Starting off. Yeah. I, I get this shit. I get no, this shit. Okay. Wow, you, shit put that, last week. you put that together really quickly. Yeah, this I'm not well, this is Yeah, can you hear me? Queens, are you there? Are there dogs in the background? Or oh, something? I got you. I got hey. Hey Danny. Yeah. Danny. Yeah. I got you loud and clear. <laughs> no, I don't believe Whoa. you do. Queens Nicky, I don't, I don't think he does. I, I got you yeah. loud and clear. Listen, I'm not it sounds like you think I'm trying to fake my own death because I have I have cold feet or something, which is not yeah. He still wants. He still wants to get married. That's like yeah. Right. That's no, like no, no, no. I understand. I understand. And this is all you guys are playing this the right way. Now, listen. Let me just give you a little background. I did something very similar once oh, with a no, client. No. His name was Rodney Frank. Uh, I was back on the East Coast. Uh-huh. He had a little brake problem. He had a little brake problem. The car was not as big as a Winnebago. It was actually a uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. Nice. And uh, what what happened was brakes went. Uh-huh. He went directly into the side of a warehouse, but there were a lot of like feral dogs in the area. Uh huh. The feral dogs. He got. He opened the door. He was able to get out of the door, but the car was totaled. It was on fire, and and you know, the cops. And the coroner just said, you know, the body's gone because the feral dogs just took the body. Yeah, they ate it all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next, next yeah. thing so you know. So Dan, no, but next Dan thing, thing you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, next thing, what happened to yeah, Rodney yeah, Frank? I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead. He's up in Canada. I talked to him a few weeks back. That was eight years ago. He's up in Canada. He's enjoying his life. Things are great. So look. No. Dan, I, I get you. This, I understand. I, Sometimes <laughs> this shit happens, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just make a mistake, you know? And hey, why make the worst mistake of your fucking life? When's the wedding? When's the wedding? The wedding we is... definitely the made wedding. a mistake. The wedding... We definitely made a mistake, but I don't know if it... <laughs> yeah, I think we made a mistake in turning to you for advice. It's three days. The wedding is in three days. Oh, you got... Oh, Jesus, you got plenty of time. I thought you were going to say it was tonight at like nine. You're fine. No, it's... You're fine. Three days. So, so... I'm going to get a giant barrel. Listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a giant barrel. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to put the Winnebago in the barrel. What? We're going to drive the Winnebago into the into a barrel, and we'll put acid in the barrel. You're not going to find the fucking Winnebago ever. What? We'll just say, 
will say, you, you know, you went to a Turkish restaurant, you got into a fight with a waiter, it'll all work out fine. We're going to leave breadcrumbs for these people. These fucking dirtbags that are going to your wedding are going to be sitting there on their hands and knees weeping, weeping at your death. Okay. That's... Weeping at your death. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, you're going to be down fucking in Cape Horn. Okay? You're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, Jesus. This is... Queen. You got anything else you need me to do? I mean, Queens. Yeah. Well, first of all, you didn't help me with my, my literal. You you totally misunderstood what I'm what I'm looking for here. I want someone to actually fix my mechanic or f- fix my, get me a mechanic oh, who can fix my Winnebago. Um, I'm not trying yeah. to fake Nobody, my own no death. No fake death. Yeah. No fake death. Oh, I get it. So you need you no just fake. need papers. You just need papers. You no, need new no, papers. No, it's not That's about... No. You need a new passport. Listen, in this day and age, with the internet, hey, don't, a lot of people say, no, I don't need papers. Uh-huh. You need fucking new papers. Okay. The internet, they can track you like a fucking... Like, like lice on a 12-year-old, okay? They can what? track you. They are so tight up your asshole. They're inside your asshole with this internet. Okay? okay. This isn't like, you know, 10, 15 years ago when you don't have to worry. Uh-huh. I'm going to get you new papers... Okay. I'm gonna get you a new passport, new identity. You got what do you want to be? I what do you want to be? Ethnicity? What What do you want? I, how would I change my ethnicity with with papers? First of all, I mean you can. But I mean you easy. could like you can add mustache. You, 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 know, you know what I'm talking about, Eric? I know. Eric, why yeah, are you getting on his side, Eric? You, you're not because he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I mean, what do you want to be Greek? No, I don't. Want to be Greek? I don't want to be Greek. You want to be Greek? I want to be. I want to be married and alive. And at my wedding with the Winnebago on Saturday, what aren't you understanding about that? I don't want to fake my own death, Queens. I, you know what? This this might have been a mistake, Eric, to, turning to Queens Nikki to solve this problem. If you wanted to be Swedish, you could just dye your hair blonde. That's all you got to do. It's very simple. Yeah. You, you, you do the Nordic. Like, do a little shade under the eye. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't understand, Eric, why you are now confused about what what's going on. This is what I could do. This is what I could do. I could get you, I could get you anywhere in the Nordic... The Nordic area, no problem. That's just a box of fucking hair dye and some wherewithal, okay? Wow. Eastern Europe, Eastern Europe, we're going to have to do a couple of fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll spend three, four hundred bucks on a Rosetta Stone, bang, you're done. Okay. okay? This shit's easy. You got to tell me, though. What, is this phone bugged? Why are you giving me the fucking, uh, the back, the Eastern, back splash here? The, Eastern, Eastern Europe's not what you think, I mean, it's, it's not what it was in the 80s, but I, yeah. I think it's like, it's pretty, it's gotten a lot more progressive. I, uh, I think it'd be a lot easier to Eric, have someone there. Eric, now, Eric. Now, as opposed to yeah, it's really, really, I mean, Poland especially. Eric, um, come back really, to me. Why are you both? Yeah. Poland used to be very difficult. Oh, Poland no, no. used to be oh, notorious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. he's saying it's easier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. All right, well, let's do po- let's do Poland then. All right, so listen, I'm going to get your passport to Poland, a Poland's passport. I'm going to get your papers all set, and then we'll fucking do it. Why wait till Saturday? Why wait till Friday? Let's do this tonight. Where do you want to fucking do the wreck? Where do you want to fake the wreck? You got something dramatic? Maybe like the the location, the location of your first date. Uh, Where you go on your first date? Jesus, why does it have to be so so uh, traumatic like that? The location of I have to die at the location of my first date now. Have you guys Have you guys ever seen the movie Munich? Eric, I'm going to ask you yeah, to to get off the line pretty loved soon because you're being. They did this thing in the movie Munich where they put a bomb uh, under the bed. It was like a spring loaded bomb, uh-huh. and so when you when you it's under the bed, and then so. When somebody lays on the bed like they're going to sleep, it active their weight mm. activates the bomb. Okay, let's oh, guys, Jesus. 
guys, we're not we're not faking my own death. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fake a wreck with the Winnebago. I literally have brake issues with the Winnebago that I am looking to rectify. Can can either of you well, help can with you that? Say I, Dan, 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 I don't think. Dan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who who's talking? Queens, what are you can saying? You, did, did, just just one quick thing. Could you guys just hold for like twenty five to thirty five minutes so I can bring this laundry in? Where are you right now, Queens Nikki? Are you just sitting outside a laundromat? I'm at a laundry mat slash bowling alley up here in uh, Thousand Oaks. Okay, interesting. Just been uh, oh, wow. driving around all day. I'm working on a couple books. Whoa. You know, working oh, wow. on some books, and then I'm uh, driving around during the daytime, using the nighttime to uh, to write a little bit. And I'm uh, working you. on my inventions. Yeah, I'm working on my Good inventions for you. and whatnot. Inventions? Yeah, I'm throwing it all out there. Okay. Yeah, throwing it all out are there. you still in the wedding business per se, or are you finding a new line of work? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're kind of old now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once once you're in, you never you never leave. Yeah. You know, it's like being a physical yeah. therapist. You know, it's, it's the same thing. I I've once you're in, never you heard can that never about physical therapy, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, Queens, I'm going to let you go. I know you want to go drop off your your laundry there. Um, just one more time before I let you go. Straightforward question. Do you know yep. any RV or motorhome mechanics in the area of the Sun Valley? Oh, the mechanic. The mechanic. Okay, well, listen. That's a good question. It's a good point. <clears throat> I got to hook you up with somebody on the ground. And when you say mechanic, no. the guy getting his hands dirty. No. I understand what you mean. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. So what's going to happen is, I got a guy, his name's Fred, okay, he's, he's 85, okay, you're going to look at him, you're going to say, what are you, shitting me, what am I, I got, what did I come here to wipe this guy's asshole, okay, uh-huh. let me tell you something about him, let me tell you something about him, he'll fucking Krav Magav you to death yeah. in two seconds, okay. so don't yeah. give him any shit, okay. I'm not... you're going to go to him and you're going to give him, you're going to go to him, and you're going to go to him in about 20 minutes, no. okay, you, this is quick, you got to <laughs> no. hop on it quick. Okay. You're gonna go to him in about twenty minutes, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna give him a silver dollar. I don't care where you get it, <laughs> get one. You hand him a silver dollar, and you say this: you say Queens Nikki, Queens Nikki, twice. <laughs> okay, all right, and then he's gonna he's ki- gonna know exactly what to yeah. do. Okay, yeah. And then when we meet up, then when we meet up later on tonight for dinner. Because we're going to go out for dinner tonight, you and I, and then we're going to, I'm going to have to stay at your place tonight because I got work really early tomorrow. But uh, what's going to happen is we'll, we'll meet up for dinner. We'll get, we'll get some subs. Uh, we'll get some Italian food. Okay. We'll talk about it. No. And, uh, you know, Fred maybe will come with us. We'll, we'll, we'll plan the whole thing. And then you and I, while we're drifting off to sleep tonight, because I got to crash at your place, yeah. we can brainstorm. We can come up with some stuff. We can find the location as to where it's going to go. And I want to know how the breaks are. Are the brakes already cut? Have they been cut already? I you don't. Know, this ruse, the ruse. Have you cut the brakes? Are the brakes? Is this just a twist of simple fate? Where oh my god, I got this idea because the brakes actually are cut, but I really want to fucking fake my own death. Well, the... you got to tell me the specifics. No, because if you're gonna need a guy to cut the brakes, look, I don't need to talk, tell this to you now. We can talk about this at breakfast or lunch or maybe dinner okay. tomorrow. All right, but well, for dinner tonight, yeah. for dinner tonight, All right. we have to talk about the logistics. Okay. Yeah, you have to. We'll we'll uh we'll set that up. Why don't you go do your laundry and I'll I'll pay, I'll page you again as far as dinner goes and I'll, and I'll just I'll call you. 
How about that? Well, my page, my page is my page is running out of battery. Do you have any pajamas that you place by any chance? We'll talk about that later. Yeah, you totally do. Well, Eric, you have pajamas. Oh, he does. Eric, he does. Thank Jesus. you. Jesus. Listen, what? Uh, my page is actually <laughs> my page is actually running out of battery. So I'd like to set the plans up now. If we okay. Go. Um, I'm actually going to just go over to after you're done with your laundry or whatever. Just go Eric, over to the Eric, Eric, shut up, Eric. Oh, you know what? Please. That's what we'll do. I'll go to his place. I'll yeah, go to his place. Give me the address there. to your place. Okay. You know the address? I'm not going to give you the address. Eric, can I get the Eric, address? Eric, you don't know the address. I moved. Actually, I'm going to put you on with this, or the secretary here at Forever Dog Studios. How about that? And she'll give you all the info. It's on Vermont. It's Eric. It's Vermont. And it, it Eric. Starts with like a, can we uh, hang on? Uh, hey, you know. Why yeah. doesn't Wendy come to dinner with us? I could introduce myself, and then I, I can go to the I can go to the funeral, and then Jesus like, Christ! Like, All right, I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna hang up on. This is unbelievable. I'm, I'm hanging up Holy now. Shit. Queens, Nikki. Uh, so don't I'll pick you up. No, I'll pick you up. No, and we'll go over to like Little Dom's or something, and Jesus. then we'll uh, we'll break oh, bread. Right there. Hey, hey, listen, we'll break some bread. Okay. Yeah, we'll break bread. We'll, uh, we'll set this up. If you come to my house, we'll hey, do you want to be? Uh, you want to be cremated or do you want a burial? Because if it's a burial, then I got, oh, God, if it's a burial. Well, you know what? We'll, we just won't find your body, okay? Yeah. Can we get you to get, that now? You should get cremated because then you could just. Eric, yeah. what the? Okay. Queens, I got to go. I'll, I'll call it's you back. Eric, shut the hell up. It is. If, a right. in-car cremation is always the easiest, you know? Like, yeah, God, Jesus, could, that, well, it's, a burning, uh, it's a burning mess. Yeah. We'll Only I'm going to need to take a Okay. I'm going to need to take a couple of your teeth tonight, Dan, because we got that's going to come in big time. I'm, ID. I'm calling the police. ID, baby. Queens Nikki. Queens Nikki. I'm I am it. calling the police. I know you're on parole or something. I'm calling the police. If you go near my house, you're going to be in trouble. Okay? Thanks for your help, though. I'm not going to go near it. I'm not going to go near it. Mean? I'm going to be outside. Okay. I'm going to be outside. And I think that's kind of like, that's a little ridiculous. I mean, that's a threat. Yeah. I'm going to call the police. Yeah. For you threatening to threaten me like that, and I'm going to be waiting on the sidewalk. I'm not going to come near your house. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What am I, fucking animal? Okay. Am I an animal? Why don't you? Why don't you? I need, I need like molars. I need two molars. All right. We from can... you, so we can throw those. We'll sprinkle those throughout the car, and they'll say, "Holy shit! This poor guy was incinerated in this car." We're Unbelievable. Gonna... What? Why don't you do you? Bingo! You're in Poland. Okay. Yeah. Bingo, I'm in Poland. Why don't you go do your laundry, yeah. and I'll, I'll page you. I'll page you back, and uh, we'll just figure it well, out. How about this? How about this? How about just this? Just stay on the line. It'll be like 45 to, to 65 okay. minutes, and I'll come right back. You put me on hold, okay? I'll, I'll, we'll stay on with you. You you go do your what you got to do. Got you loud and clear, big guy. No, you don't, bud. Don't do anything. Thanks, Queens. Okay. Eric. Dano. Yeah. What? Over and out. Okay. Over and out. Loud and clear. Don't you worry about a thing, my friend. Uh, this thing is fucking. This thing's. You you lit the fuse, my friend. No. Nope. This fuse is burning, burning bright. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Thank you for all your help, Queens Nick. Bye, Queens. All right. I think he's doing his laundry now. Eric, what are you doing, man? You weren't helping me. He, he sounds great. What? You, he. I mean. When we first the first when we first talked to him, he sounded like I, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't there with you guys, but I felt on like I felt he was really threatening, he was weird, he was evasive. How did you not um, get that this time around, Eric? He was talking about well, faking he, my death and potentially murdering my fiance. He but you, he seems like 
he's got all these great ideas, and he was... What are you talking about, Eric? He sounds great. He sounds engaged. He sounds... He's been. He's listening. I mean... He's not listening. Neither are you. What is going on with you right now? What do you mean, what's going on with me? What, what's going on with you? <laughs> We're going to take a break, because i got to talk to you off air. There, there is a disconnect between us that happened during that call, and I just want to... Re, uh, recalibrate where you're at. Uh, thanks for listening to Groomzilla's. We'll be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to Groomzilla's season one finale. Big, big, big episode. Show. Big show. Really big show. Really big show. We got a lot of returning guests. We got a lot of special guests you've never heard from before. Right now, we're welcoming back into the studio my good pal Colin McCormick. Say hi, Colin. What? Hi, everybody. Yeah. Colin is back, buddy. I'm back. You got Colin back? Now, you probably remember Colin from the music episode. He was in here singing songs, weren't you? I sure was, and I, I brought my guitar today. He brought his guitar back, Eric. Yeah, it didn't go so well last time. No, no. If, if, no, it was a big hit. I loved it. There was music, and um, yeah. and 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 uh, Colin was there. Yeah, it was a big hit. Well, he it was, was trying big, big hit. He was trying to write a song for my wedding that he could actually perform at the wedding, and it didn't. We didn't. Oh really... yeah, that part. That part didn't work. No, right. <laughs> it was fun. That part. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. and I do want Colin involved in my wedding because he, yeah. like you, Aaron is uh, Eric is one of my best friends. Um, yeah. And I like to get all my really good close friends involved, both in the podcast and in the wedding. So he he went away. It's been a few weeks. So I invited him back here. He said he has a new song, uh, potentially for the wedding this Saturday. Yeah, Is that the, right? The last oh, one went oh. so badly. I, I threw a new one together. Okay. And I think uh, I think we're really onto something here. It's going to be okay. entertaining. It's going to okay. be good. Well, let's hear. It. Eric, are you ready to listen to this song? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what he threw together. Yeah, let's hear. I was on a time schedule here, Eric. Okay, just get, <laughs> get to the song. What do you get, what do you got in store here? What do you call this song? Um, I did. It's untitled as of yet, okay. but it's a. Oh, you know, it I, doesn't I figure have a title. There's going to be a lot of kids at your wedding. It, they're uh-huh. going to want to stay entertained too. So uh-huh. uh, this is one for all ages. It's uh, oh. it's just a lot of fun. Okay. Going to be most. It's going to be mostly adults. Yeah, it's like three kids, but that's fine. Just yeah. let's hear it. Okay. Me and my uncle counting pelicans. We love to count those pelicans. Me and my uncle counting pelicans. Colin? Hey, Colin. Oh, what's, Colin? what's going on? What's going on? Dave? What the hell is going on? Uh, Dan? Okay. My, Eric? Our friend. Is that Dave? What in the hell? Is this your podcast? Okay. Our, oh, no. Is this what's, what's Dave podcast? doing here? Dave, I is... told you to wait in the truck. Dave gave me a ride here. Well, now Dave I know why you told me to wait. supposed to see this. Yeah. yeah wait, Dave, I'm, I'm sorry. Just my friend David Van Heisen just walked in. He's apparently... Just walked in to this gosh darn podcast I've never been able to be a part of for some reason. No. You bring everybody in. Yeah, we were gonna have you, We're going to have you on. Who's never going to get married ever? Well, you have I him said, on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's true. But uh, no, he plays guitar. He might be playing guitar. Uh, we wanted to get you on, Dave. We, we yeah. were just looking yeah. for time. Yeah. Oh, sure. Looking for time. No. Common phrase. We, we said if something might come up for you further on down the road. That's what yeah. we you Further know, up down been, the road, my yeah, balls, maybe, Eric. Maybe. You're such a liar. Whoa, whoa. You're such a liar. Dave, please. See, this is why Dave I told you to wait in the car. Watch the language. Dave, yeah. We're trying to protect your feelings here. Dave. Protect my feelings. I listen. I subscribe to the podcast. They get hurt every Friday when it comes out. Oh, well. You know how many times I've cried Dave. in my truck? Okay. David, wishing I could be part of the fun. David, 
Thank you for your subscription. Oh, thanks for listening, thanks dude. For listening. Thanks that, for listening. I even left a, a review. Well, that's means fan, a lot. That's fantastic. Colin ever leave a review? Is he even subscribed to the podcast? Colin? I did. I've subscribed. Did, did you leave you? a review? I I've yet to leave a review. I'll Probably work. Wait, not. are you are you are you Daffy Dave sixty nine four twenty? No, no, I'm I'm Dard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of course he is. Well, Dave, I I mean. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. We, you, it was not an omission, an intentional omission on our part. Yeah. I, I Take it down, you. big fella. I don't Take believe it you. easy. Easy, big fella. You're so, you're so easy to be offended. Uh, your well, feelings. Yeah. My whole, ever since Coach benched me in the fifth grade, okay. I take slights right. pretty hard. All right. Well, that doesn't really have much That's to fair. do with us, but I understand it psychologically, I guess. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Who hasn't? Yeah. Colin... Uh, I don't know why you brought Dave to this podcast. You I, knew, need, I, I needed I a told you to. Okay, well, I you needed him car. to drive me. Why here? didn't you take an Uber? Call it, We're call getting it, that song. That song was really bad. Oh, that yeah. was worse. That was worse than the first one. Right? Actually, well, you didn't let me get going into it. I, I barely started the song. Well, that's actually. I'm actually glad, glad Dave came in and interrupted you because you were singing yeah. about pelicans or something. It's a fun and song for kids. Did you hear that song, Dave? Yeah. Well, he was singing it on the way, and I thought it was kind of fun, actually. See? But yeah. But did, the you, right idea. did you know the context? Did you know that he he was going to be doing this at my wedding? I, I just imagine a guy sitting on a rock counting pelicans, and I kind of liked it. In that context, yeah, it's a fun song. It kind of sounds like a Raffi song, but in in yeah. in the in the context of a wedding, I don't know if it's oh, open no, your mind in a dude. wedding. Or are there kids at the wedding? Hey, yeah, there's going to be some kids. Matter if they're hey, Colin, buddy. Uh-huh. I don't want to be a di- I don't want to be a dick, but is do you need to share something that went ha- that happened when you were a kid between your uncle yeah. and your uncle? Uh, yes, I do, Eric. I need to share that we counted a lot of pelicans and we had a really great time. Sounds like a great uncle. Okay, Dave is just so you can't you can't see this at home, but Dave is just so blue, and he's just moping around David. his body. His body language David. is just so now. I sad. feel like not only was I not invited on the podcast, I just came on it, like forced my way on it. Now I'm feeling bad about that. It's no, just bad all over bad the place. About that a yeah, bit, I mean, you did wasn't well. my intention, but I'm here start, I am on the podcast. I, I'm starting to feel like you're lucky for not getting on the podcast. They, all they do is shit all over my work. That's true. Oh, well, man. that's true. Colin, I mean, it's it's a wedding for his. It's a song for his wedding. I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's, it's a big deal. You're singing about well, mechanical pelicans, bud. Well, this yeah. is well, there were dance. no mechanical. I don't, pelicans. I don't know if there were mechanical pelicans. <laughs> well, there were real. There were real pelicans. Yeah. Uh huh. Listen, listen. That doesn't make a bit of difference. It's, that doesn't make we're any not, difference. It's, I think oh, if they were me- mechanical pelicans, we'd have. I mean, we'd be onto something. Yeah, that'd be Those like. Uh, you could do that at a park. Okay, yeah. guys. The point is moot. The point is moot. We will not be hearing the pelican song at the wedding. I'm gonna. I'm gonna veto that. It's not happening. Shit, um, I think if it was mechanical pelicans, it could be a really cool song about capitalism in a really cool way. Again, another context that's uh-huh. not my wedding where the song works. But as far as the Saturday uh-huh. goes. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna fly. Pun intended. Wow. Uh, Dave, but, I I'm worried about Dave because I know how he hard he is. He's. Do you hear him just making sounds? He's no, just I know. He's moaning. Groaning, he's moaning. He's groaning. Well, it's like a it's like a big beast was taken down by yeah. a big shot, well. like in uh, from long like a long distance away. It's, not, it's also the <laughs> podcast and Dan's. You know, getting taken away now and. Okay. I've never heard his voice so soft he's, right now. He's really Dan, David. Dan, we got to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, you're right. First of all, Dave, I promise we were going to have you on the podcast at some point. I don't, Further I don't on down the road, it, but... we might have maybe. Yeah, 
figure something out for you to do. Yeah, sure. on you would have forgotten about me. No, probably. David, we wouldn't have forgotten about you. Listen. It was weird that you just walked into the Forever Dog Studios right past security and somehow got into the studio. Well, Colin said he'd be in and out lickety-split, yeah. and it wasn't lickety-nor-split. Okay. Well, the point is you barged your way in here. You didn't You didn't ask permission, and now you're on the podcast, so let's make the most of it. How about that? Okay. Let's let our hair down. <sighs> okay. It's you know not what? working. Eric, Eric, I think I got an idea. Let me know if you support this. Colin... Your whole song thing for my wedding is not really panning I don't out. think it's going to happen. It's, it's not. I, it's, I, I tend to disagree, but uh, it's your call. You're singing songs about parties and pelicans. Either one. What do you think a wedding is? It's a party. You Go can back. have pelicans also, there. That, if you, that I, melody, I mean, sometimes doves. Melody sounded really familiar. Yeah, it's, I think it is a Raffi song. It was also half cooked. Listen, I got a solution. I think I have a solution to help everyone in, 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 the, in the room here. David, you're sad. Colin, mm-hmm. you're incapable of doing this on your own. How about this? How about this? I, I have a proposition. One of you guys, you guys are two of my best friends. We perform together, what, six, seven years now? Mm-hmm. Almost weekly together. We, we're never on the stage without each other. That's not true, but... Why don't... Why, why don't you guys join forces and give me a dual, dual speech at my wedding? Did you say speech? He just lit up like a candle, by the way. You can't see David's face, but he... Does it, Dave like speeches? He's smiling from ear to ear. You Dave are seriously going to let me speeches. give a speech at your wedding? Well, yeah, with Colin and like the wow. two of you can... Wow, what an honor to speak at somebody's wedding. Yeah. That's only for the closest, most dearest. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's speechless. Eric, he's... Wow. Wow. I've never Blown heard... Away. I feel like somebody just named a national park after me. Wow. Well, it's wow. big honor. Okay. Well, it's just my wedding. It's not it's not like you're a uh John Muir or anything. Yeah. You have the same birthday, me and John Muir. Is that a fact? That's really? a fact. <laughs> wow. And we both have blue eyes, so okay. he's always kind of been a hero well, of mine, that. but uh What's that? April 21st? Yep. Thank you. Wow. wow. Somebody remembers. Wow. Look at that. My mom went to John Muir College at uh UCSD. Off topic. April April twenty first. <laughs> my John my ex, connection. My ex girlfriend's, uh, bur- my high school girlfriend's birthday also. Wow. Selena's birthday Selena. was April twenty first. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, it sounds like is this going to work? Can you guys join forces the next couple days? And I think we can bang our heads together the next couple days, bang it around, and give you a pretty goddamn good speech. Wow. Well, this is exciting. This is great. And you're not you're not bummed out about... I get to give a speech in a suit. Come on. What's to be bummed about? I'm a Laffy a... Taffy, baby. All right. All right. <laughs> what a great attitude, David. He's a Laffy Taffy is what he said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's good. I, oh, that's I, good. Yeah. It's banana flavored, and it goes down easy, baby. Oh. Okay. Just good. worked out great. Isn't this great? And I don't know. <laughs> well, now you're having problems. <laughs> this is going to be good. You guys got f- three days. Can three you do days. it in three days? Oh yeah, I can do it in one. Oh, okay. Name that tune. Boom. <laughs> well, this is great, Eric. Are you excited <laughs> to see these guys in a couple days when you get out here? I really think this is gonna. It's gonna be. I think these guys together separately. A problem right together you know what what i keep on thinking as soon as this idea it's going to be a big hit yeah this yep. is going to be a big hit at the wedding big i can't time. believe i didn't think of this sooner big time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. wow 
Well, I want to move us like and right I'll, to the top, and then yeah, I'll get to kind of be the star of the yep. wedding after that. Pre-ceremony. Well, I don't know if you'll be the star. The bride should be the center of attention on, well, on the I, wedding. Okay. Well, I'll try. So that traditional, job. Dan. <laughs> well, I'll try to tone it down a little bit then. Yeah, I don't. I think we should hear this speech out first, and then see who gets married at this at this wedding. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's Dave. Uh, yeah. This will be what it'll be, but uh, at least both of these idiots will be satisfied, and I won't have to hear them. I think it's going to be great. Okay. Well, you're going to be there. We'll, 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 I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for coming by. Uh, Colin, again, I don't know why you just couldn't take an Uber and a Lyft here, why you had to bring Dave. But Well, I'm sure glad you, I gave you a ride now. All right. Well, they're in it now. That's David Van Heisen and Colin McCormick. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Great song. Eighteen pelicans. Thursday we saw twenty-six pelicans. <laughs> well, that was fun uh, and a little unexpected. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm glad Dave came in. He's a good friend of mine. That was, that was a lot. Yeah, he, he always, a, he brings a lot of baggage with him. That guy. He, there was a lot of. I, that's exactly the word I was going to use. There was a lot of baggage in there, and Colin too. Colin has like low-key baggage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Dave I, is, associate with the two of those guys as closely as i do but they're i really want to get i really at some point i think we might have to do a very special groomzillas that's just like a like a idiots and i just yeah. interview you three for hours yeah and we, we figured it out we, we got, figure out we gotta what get, is it get to the root of what is going on between the three of us um what, what is this it was so so weird but uh, I'm glad they were here, David Van Heisen and Colin Cormick. After the break, it's finally arrived. We're going to do it. We swear to all that is holy. After this break, we're going to talk to none other than Four Weddings and a Funeral himself, Richard Curtis. Stay tuned. Curtis. You know, if you're talking weddings, if you're talking ceremonies... If you're talking romance mixed with comedy, which we try to do here at Groomzilla's, there's only one yeah. name. There's only one name in the world that you that is known for all of that stuff. It's it's Richard Curtis, the man himself. Four weddings and a funeral. Love actually. Notting Hill. The list goes Notting on. Notting Hill. Yeah, Notting Hill. He's he is the auteur of love. Okay, I'll he go. He loves love. He <laughs> loves union. Yes, uh, he loves positivity. He loves my fiance. Uh, he really, yeah, he really loves your fiance. He works with Wendy. Um, if you're mm. curious about how this lowly, uh, lowly podcast that we've been doing here for only a few weeks managed to book Richard Curtis, you can just thank my wife for that, ladies and gentlemen, who is Dan. Yeah. Dan, that's, I mean, yeah, obviously, thank you to Wendy, and we would not have had this incredible guest on if it were not for Wendy, but again, Dan, I think that this is just your nervousness talking, which seems stressed. Well, I am stressed, but you know what is a great stress relief is uh, the words of wisdom we got from the master himself uh, just about a week ago, um, 
and uh, you know, I couldn't ask for I couldn't ask for a better person to, you know, sort of pump, so... pump me up and talk me down from the ledge. I'm not yeah. on the ledge. I'm just you know, no. it's a wedding day. So he's a... the he's the guy he's the guy that talks you off the ledge, and you didn't even know you're on a ledge in the in to begin with, and you're like, oh wow, I'm off the ledge now. Richard Curtis is really good at talking. Yeah, that's really cool. Look at me, yeah. I'm down on the look at me, I'm down on the on the ground floor again. I don't yeah. even remember how I got here. I didn't even know I wanted to die. <laughs> um why don't we get out of the way and just let uh let him use his own words on and yeah. knowledge on wedding. Uh so we're very pleased and honored to welcome he's not a knight. I believe he turned down a knighthood, which did pretty wow. badass. Pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, please enjoy this uh, conversation we had with Richard Curtis. Hi, Richard here. Hi, Richard. It's Dan. Dan. How are you? You must be getting nervous. I hope you're losing weight and stuff. <laughs> well, that, that's intended. I want to look good on my wedding day. Um, yeah, you got to look slick. Yeah, but the anxiety. You make all the other girls. You got to make all the other girls regret. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, very good to talk to you. Good, good to good to have you. Uh, we are recording already, just so you know. Um, oh my God! Okay, I'll be careful. No. Um, I saw the hilarious photograph of you too. Oh, oh, that's sort of a secret, but uh, the the. Yeah, by the time this airs, that'll be okay. Um, yes, the photograph okay. we took in the department store. You're looking like your parents, yeah, <laughs> or your grandparents. Yeah, yeah, that's going to go in the entryway of the of the wedding, so yeah. everyone knows. Congratulations! Thank you. Congratulations! Um, it's very, very important that one should be able to laugh at the bride and groom from beginning to end. I, I kind of, yeah, we thought it would set a nice uh, tone, <laughs> sort of break the ice, let everyone know it's not yeah. too. Too much weight for the ceremony. Oh, merge calls. Is Eric here yet? We're going to merge with Eric. Eric, are you there? Uh, is Eric is, is Eric there with you? Eric hello, is in, I'm here. Eric is in Baltimore. Eric, hello. Eric DeDorian, hello. Richard Curtis. Um, Eric, do you wish you were marrying Wendy because she's so cute? <laughs> do I wish to marry Wendy? <laughs> Yeah, Eric, how do you yeah, feel about you Wendy? You were marrying Wendy. I mean, do you just suddenly think, oh, Christ, I, 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 I should have married Wendy? Or is your <laughs> wife nice as well? No, my wife is my wife is very tall and strong, and, you know, I she's, she's, she's got broad shoulders, and <laughs> uh, she does really good work around the yard, so I think I'll keep her. <laughs> okay can i can you is that who do you vaguely look like just so that i can have you in my in my mind that's a great question do you know stanley tucci <laughs> yeah okay so picture picture a stop a, a, a taller um not not a not a well-rounded stanley tucci i'm, I'm a little bit of i'm a more like hawkish looking Stanley Tucci, I would say. Same hair, glasses. You are, no, no, taller. No, I'm looking at you. Online. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there you are. There you are. Okay. I've talked about you. What, a, what a, an excellent, there's a very, yeah, there's a very hawkish shot of you here. <laughs> um, 
Simon Tucci <laughs> once cooked me pasta. That's we've only that once and he made me a meal, so I'm I'm very Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a competing pasta business that he's just nobody <laughs> wants my pasta. They just want his pasta. Richard, are you uh Lucy told me you were doing research for our our lowly little podcast here. What are you doing research on for us? Uh, oh no, all it was <laughs> No, all it was was I was just trying to get her to print out some vows. Oh okay. I was just trying to remind mm. myself remind myself so yeah. mentioned vows. I just wanted to remind myself what they actually were. And weirdly, apparently it's hard to find the traditional Church of England service online. The church haven't been discovered online yet, which is a bit distressing for for their campaigning. Yeah, I I discovered that because we're we're writing our whole ceremony from scratch, and I was just looking for the the boilerplate, you know, straight what they do in the in all the movies and stuff, and it it was hard to find. I found uh, there's a mayor's there's a document from the seventies for. for mayors marrying people. So I'm working off of that for different Michigan mayors and what they did in the 70s. Yeah, because in this one that I got given, which I was told was the official one, suddenly they mentioned, uh, you know, Chelsea and, and, and Ravi. I thought that's showing oh, wow. in the original, in Jesus's original, um, you know, decree. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, Richard, we normally talk to people about their specific wedding day here on Groomzilla's, um, but I know we can't do that with you, although you do have a lot of experience with weddings just from your professional background. Um, yes. what, why don't you tell us, uh, first, why don't you just tell us about your relationship with Emma and where you met Emma? Because you guys, while not technically married, you do have a long, long-term thing going, and I consider you. Um, yeah. A married couple, do. basically. Um, I mean, I can't. And oddly enough, I think I first saw her at the wedding, and, and 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 she just walked on by, and I thought, oh, you know, there's that, there's that. <laughs> um, and then, then, I, then I can't remember the next time, the next time I met her, and then I mean, so it's, it goes smoky, but I do remember then meeting her consistently um, over a period when we were working near the same place. Mm-hmm. And then um, deciding one day after we'd been to see, I think it was The Deep. Was there a James Cameron movie where there was sort of gelatinous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I just remember an unbelievable moment when we were having a cup of tea in Covent Garden after watching The Deep, and it suddenly occurred to me that Emma was going to be the person I, you know, really, really loved. There was something so sort of jubilant and lovely and chatty about her. Oh, that's So, cr- um, uh, we then, yeah, oddly enough, I had decided, weirdly, I had decided before Emma that that was the single thing I most wanted with someone I was going to spend my life with. I just wanted them to be chatty. Uh-huh. I didn't want to get into a car and say, how was your week? And then say, fine. Yeah. And then have to have to think what to say for the next hour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so she's very chatty. And then the the so what <laughs> happened was uh if you really want me to describe it, what happened was um tell me if I'm taking too long, but she does a radio program and she did a radio program on 
uh, leap year or whatever that is, February the 29th. Yeah. She did the show and on the show live asked me to marry her. Oh. Oh, that's a good move. I used to, because you're allowed to do that, that was in an old tradition, girls were allowed to ask on the leap year. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, and, I used to pretend to listen to the show because it was 10 o'clock in the morning and it was live. <laughs> uh-huh. And I always slept through it and then would come in and just say to everyone, you know, fantastic, the best ever. <laughs> and so, uh, same thing this time. And I turned up at the pub where they were all waiting after the show and I thought everyone was looking at me in an odd way. <laughs> Um, but they said, what do you think? And I said, fantastic, great. You know, music was brilliant. Very funny. And how you met, as always. <laughs> the music was brilliant. And then uh, uh, we went for a walk afterwards. She said, well. I said, what? She said, well, you know, what? And, and I had to admit, I hadn't heard the proposal. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and then... After that, she said, will you marry me again in the park? And I asked if I could have six months to think about it. So that was the beginning <laughs> of the disastrous you know, sequence of events that led to us not being married. So what? What? what is the... I mean, you don't have to talk about this if you're not comfortable with it. What, I've read in interviews you have a pathological fear of weddings. You, you're never going to get married. What? What is the resistance there? No, I don't think I do have a pathological fear. I, I, I mean, I mean, there were a few things. One of them was, in the two years before Emma popped the question, I'd been to 72 weddings, which is why I wrote four weddings. 72? Um, I just, uh, and I, yeah, I mean, just a huge, I remember adding them up, or maybe it was over four years, but just everyone I knew got married. Right. And so I lost the ability to think how I could make it anything but a sort of, no, not a satire, but I, I couldn't think of a way of believing it. I just thought when I walk yeah. out that aisle, I'm going to think, here's just another guy. Right. And there are people behind me cracking jokes about it. And, and, and oh, this, this is this old bunch of words again. So all the stuff you yeah. really feel, I felt I wouldn't feel. And then the second thing was my mum was very much alive and wanted to ask all her friends. And, and, Emma said to me, you know, if Pat Oldfield comes to the wedding, I'm not turning up. <laughs> and so I was, I was stuck with the thought of either we have the wedding my mum wants with Pat Oldfield and Peggy Crooks and all yeah. those people, right. uh, and it'll just be ghastly, or um, we have the wedding Emma wants and my mum will never talk to us again. So it just <laughs> easier to have, easier to have no wedding with did you say you went to 72 weddings? Yeah, I ended up. I had been to 72 weddings in, in, in maybe it was in five years, but it was pretty I don't think, weekend. I mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody comes back from that. I mean, you were, you were literally, you were almost bludgeoned to death by weddings. I mean, like, that, yeah. that is an insane yeah. amount of weddings. And they were always the same in those days. Now, yeah. you know, weddings have, you know, weird pop songs and people wearing pink tights and, and, yeah. and with, you know, vows that are, you know, taken from recent movies and everything. But in those yeah. days, they were exactly the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single one. And so it was, yeah. it was, it was tough. Yeah. Those are five it, years I would have been happier in jail. 
Yeah. Is that where, I mean, I feel like, was there, was that when the funeral element kind of creeped into, to kind of like, did you start comparing these two things in your mind of like, of these are the two rites of passages that humans have? They have weddings and then they have funerals. Because I mean, I know that Love actually has a funeral too that I love. Yeah. Um, it's really sweet. It's kind of like one of my favorite parts of that movie. Is there, do you think that that was like the thing? Is that what we well, did? Again, no, I'm, much bigger, I'm, much, I'm much bigger. On, I mean, you know, I've got no plans for the wedding, but I've, I've sent a very dictatorial email about the funeral. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> that's all ready to go. <laughs> sometimes I look, sometimes I wish I was dead because I just think it's going to be so great. Mike Scott's going to sing a laughing arm. I think yeah. Bono's going to, you know, step up uh, with any luck. Uh, we're going to play Don't Worry Baby by the Beach Boys as they go out. Yeah. Like, the best day ever. Wow. It's too bad you won't be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Too bad. So, um, uh, yeah, no, oddly, I mean, actually, Four Weddings was originally Four Weddings and the Honeymoon, and then a friend of mine said, um, oh, go on, try and be serious just for five minutes. So, yeah. Uh, I put in, I put in the funeral and, and, and sort of, you know, gave up and put in a nice poem by someone else. But no, beautiful. everything in that, everything in that movie, uh, all the incidents that happened in that movie pretty well had happened. You know, I was at a yeah. wedding of a very prominent man's daughter where the daughter couldn't say I do, where she just got stuck and she had to be taken back, you know, backstage and, and, and prodded and oh, wow. drugged. I went, to, uh, uh, I went to weddings where the another posh wedding where a girl whispered to me, let's shag as the wife as she went up, fancy a shag as she went up the aisle. What? I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely, that one ended in, in terrible physical abuse, that one. Oh, uh, and yeah. then, you know, I, I, I definitely was standing next to the man who had a heart attack right in the middle of the speech and everybody <laughs> laughed because they thought it was a joke. So, you know, it was basically four weddings in the documentary. It's, uh, yeah. Weird. Oh, wow. Did he survive or did he, That's incredible. did he not get up? I never looked at, I never looked into it. He was old. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to find out. <laughs> um, well, just uh, speaking to that point where all weddings kind of feel the same, and uh, you you know trying to make your own wedding special. I'm I'm trying to do that now in just trying to write vows um, and the ceremony, um, and I'm finding it pretty difficult because I I'm uh, Eric knows this. I'm I'm sort of a sarcastic guy. It's hard for me to speak um, in earnest. And that's exactly what I have to do in about adult. a week. I would say that he's that Dan is adult. I'm adult. Right? <laughs> well, that means I'm stupid. Is what adult is? No, adult a, means an I'm, adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't think. I think of. I think of Dan being a sophisticated Irish. Yeah. I think of him as being the opposite of adult. Yeah. Well, I would like to think oh, so. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know what adult is. Well, there you go. Dan's adult. Now who's the adult? I, I, I think that, look, I think that the, 
It is actually, I do think, I mean, if ever I give advice to anyone about making a wedding speech, the only important thing is at some point to put on a serious face and say you love the person in question, you know, and then you yeah. can be funny. But it's not the same rule for vows, is it? Because you're right. In a way, there's no, you've got to be moderately serious the whole way through. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've already started crafting it, and I've already, it's all jokes, and I just can't, I'm just writing something and throwing it away, because it's just not, the tone is a hard thing to strike, and I don't know what Wendy's writing. Do you, do you feel pressured, do you, Dan, do you feel like you have to, this is, you have to, this has to be the best thing that Wendy's ever heard, is that what you're like, <laughs> is that what you're going for? I think Wendy knows how I feel about her. I already, I already messed up the proposal in where I didn't really pitch the idea of her marrying me. I just assumed it was a, a foregone conclusion. I'm like, all right, I'm doing this. Will you marry me? And she was sort of like, why do you want to marry me? And I was like, all right, I'm supposed to propose the idea in some fashion. Um, I'm more doing it. So I just know Wendy's going to blow me out of the water. So I'm just trying to make sure, um, I can hold a candle to whatever she brings. But you know, I, 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 I think I can console you a bit because I've been to a, I was a wedding just a couple of weeks ago, and what was charming was the contrast between the two. Yeah, because one person yeah. told a couple of strange little stories about falling in love with his wife while they were in a gallery, uh-huh. and the other one did a circle. Of, of, of how they she foresaw their whole life of the reason of land. And you just sort of thought, oh, how lovely they're two different people who love each other rather than they both have gone down the same route. So in a way, as long as it's got some character, yeah. I, I don't think it's a competition. No, no. But everything in my mind is a competition at some point. And I'm the performer. But that's... <laughs> Dan, I've been trying. That's exactly Richard. I think Richard is exactly right. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Wendy is this like incredible, heartfelt, and semi-serious person. But you are Dan Gill, and you've been in several national television commercials. <laughs> and so, I mean, you do you do have a charisma about you, and I think that you should, you know, play to your strengths. Right. I just you know, by the way, but Dan, Dan, there's a massive opportunity here for product placement. Oh yeah. Um, that would be <laughs> why don't yeah. you continue that aspect of your career and say, you know, as I was writing on post it notes available <laughs> from um Walgreens for only two dollars seventy nine right. five color um multi pack. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm sipping on my Coca Cola. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. You can, I mean, I think you can make money on on the whole thing. Oh yeah, I'm, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna live stream it on Facebook just to make sure all the all yeah. anyone whose product I'm placing knows that I am putting it in a very important moment in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does Wendy does Wendy think that you're taking this serious, the vow seriously? Um, I think she's a little wary, but no, I think she knows. Yeah. She knows I'm trying. Okay. Um, she knows yeah. I'm, I've already started writing it, which, you know, if it's over a week out, that means I'm serious about it, if I'm doing it more than a week right. in advance. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, and the people who listen, the, yeah. the people who listen to the um, podcast know quite how 
you know, adorable Wendy is. Have you made that clear? Have you? No. Yes. I was just. Is she just, you know, they know the little face, the freckles, the pure American mm-hmm. enthusiasm, the hair mm-hmm. the energy. They know all that stuff, do they? She's not just a name. I don't think they do. It, she is just a name. We, we've been debating about how to bring her in. We're, I think it's going to be after the wedding where we bring her into the studio and ha- actually have her mm-hmm. s- speak for herself. Um, but I, I, I should mention how we know each other because you and Wendy work together on Red Nose Day. Um, that's how you yeah. are so familiar with her. Yeah, so I've seen her. I've seen her in a lot of conjugal situations. I've seen her in the morning. Yeah. I've seen her late at night. I've seen her under pressure. I've seen her eating disgusting food. I, I've... I've <laughs> And, I, and, and 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 she's uh, she's absolutely top notch. Have you seen her with Dan? Oh yeah. Yes. No, they've even, they've even come yeah. to our house in England. Yeah. Oh wow. And okay. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing in music? Because that's a massive issue. Uh, that is a massive issue, and uh, if you have any suggestions right now, I'm open to it. Yeah, you can't be Barry Manilow, can't smile without you. I think that's very obvious. Right. So I think you should have that. You should have that wait ready and waiting. But okay. obviously, there is a delicacy. You're you're a big Beatles fan. What do you have any? I, I guess people use Beatles a lot in weddings, and it's become sort of a cliche. But do you, is there any Beatles song that jumps to your mind that you like? But it's quite funny you say that. Not that I know him well, but I have met Paul a few times. And Paul offered to marry me and Em. Well, there you he go. Said, sure. <laughs> he said, I'm sure that being a Beatle qualifies one to marry. Yeah, <laughs> of he course. Said, I think we did enough for, we did enough for love to, um, to do that. So if ever we do get married, that, that, that would be kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. my, I don't know. I mean, and I love her. I think is the greatest, you know, and if I sound of my two favorite love songs of all time. So yeah, yeah. If both of them and I had gone, that would have been the one I'd, I'd go for. Yeah. How do you pass up Paul McCartney marrying you? If that's not, if that's not, <laughs> I love that. If that's not a deal breaker. We're just like, you know, actually, we were hoping for George. I'm so sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> If he knows that's me. Not, that's not the wedding anyone wants. <laughs> um, well, Richard, I know, I know you got to. By get... the way, I want to point out something because I want some advantage in my research. Oh yes, yes. And I just wanted to point out the bizarreness of the phrase "to have and to hold," <laughs> because yeah. I've never thought it through, and I was just wondering if it's actually you know, really quite detailed sexual advice because what you're always told is once you've had someone, you should not get up and wander off. You should yeah. hug them. Hold them down. Cuddling, is that, yeah. Is that, is, is that what it means? Does it mean to have and then once you've had her or had Stay him, there. Hold them. Cuddle, cuddle them. Be faithful. Yeah. I think it's to be faithful. I think it's to be faithful, yeah. You're right. Oh, okay. You don't think that. it's direct. You don't think it's direct. Oh, yeah. The honeymoon nights. No, I, 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 know. I think it's yeah. both ways. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it's make sure you cuddle once once the deed is done for at least a few minutes. Yeah, I right. think it's I think it's a I think it's a post 
societal cuddle <laughs> bit of advice. And yeah. I think that's, you know, so enlightening. Very enlightened, especially coming from a man of the cloth who might not necessarily be familiar with the practices of cuddling. Yeah. And the other thing I noticed is that it goes for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, mm-hmm. and then in sickness and in health. It should say in health because the good ones have always come first, better, worse, yeah. better, poorer. And I think that shows that at the time they were written, basically, people started dying Yes. That sickness was much more from usual than health. Because in the you know 14th century, basically everyone died at about 30. Yeah. And so the, the assumption was marriage was basically a kind of nursing arrangement. Mm-hmm. And then if you got lucky and there was a bit of health, then <laughs> yeah, do it. Should should you also come out of this and be healthy people? You still have to be married too. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if, if, if a cruel chance would have it, you survive a year or two, you still mm-hmm. got a vacation. And worst comes to worst, you have a funeral, and those are always more fun anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm really sorry I couldn't make it to the wedding, but if either of you die soon... <laughs> Um, I'm absolutely there. I give you my word. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, I, I used to have yeah, a... Well, it's especially, especially Wendy, to be honest. I'm not sure. Right. I, I'm yeah. yeah. But... Well, she, again, I think she would draw more. Although, if you die, if, if, if you die, Wendy will be there, which is a huge plus. And she'll... So actually, yeah. And she'll be available. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if, 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 if Wendy dies... I've got to talk to you and, and Eric and, and people I don't, you know, know right, as well. Right, so maybe right. I'll, maybe yeah. I'll back. <laughs> well, yeah, if, um, if you die. It'll still be... We'll figure that out. It'll still be a good time. I used to have a joke, I want to put the fun back in funeral, at my funeral. So, I, I'm like you, I'm planning my funeral. <laughs> my guests are going to have a good How's time. How's yours? Tell me... Sorry, tell me a bit about yours. What have you got up your sleeve? Um, have you ever seen the movie with Kevin Bacon called Tremors? Uh, I I sort of know about it. Don't things emerge from the earth? Yeah, it's these like uh, dinosaur-like earthworms. They're really big and they they go around eating people from the earth. I'm just going to throw that on a VHS copy of that and let people just watch that while my dead body is in the background. That's Um, that's just a start. I'm you know I'm still I'm still workshopping it, of course. Um, (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Richard, uh, I, I know you got to get going. Uh, I'm, I'm also sorry you couldn't make our wedding, but I, I appreciate you making this appearance on Groomzilla's. Um, thank you so much. I'm so honored. If ever you run out of guests, I can, I could do the whole thing again with an Australian accent oh, and, that- <laughs> and pretend to be someone out of some Australian screenwriter because nobody <laughs> does any idea who they are. Russell Crowe. Right. Can you do Russell Crowe? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I look. I could do crap. I, I could definitely do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and uh, I just, I just, I just fucking cunt the whole time because that's very much Russell, Russell's vocabulary take. Uh, so, oh yeah. Uh, whenever, whenever you're in need, either of you, 
uh, I'm I'm yours for a very a very small uh, remuneration. <laughs> that's well, good to know. That's, that's great to know. know. <laughs> Before you go, I do yeah. I do want to ask if you remember what you said to Wendy when she told you that she got engaged. Do you remember what you said? No. Was it nice? Well, I'll let you be the judge. You said it's too bad your father is in debt, so I could walk you down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, look, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. So, um, that's a that's a classy thing. I mean, that's a fucking cool thing to say. That's like that is some that's some Cary Grant shit. Look, I'm a social realist. I'm trying to prime the young for what's ahead. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It didn't in the court I'm guys. Very good luck. You sound like two wonderful men. Wonderful, sperm-laden American comedians, yeah. and, uh, and I hope that massive amounts of good come to the whole caper. Well, thank you. Thank and, you, sir. And thanks again for being here. It's good talking to you. Yeah. Okay. Lots of love. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, Richard. How about He's that? He's so cool. Isn't he the coolest? He's so charming. Oh, well, yeah, a little bit. He's got a little bit of That's charm a- in him. That's exactly the kind of charm, charming I want to be. Like, still, there's something so punk rock about him. Like, he just, he doesn't, he's so charming, but he doesn't really care if you think he's charming. <laughs> I, maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe it's a British thing. God, he's incredible. Very, I love him. He's great. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the his... Not married. Not married. His relationship with Emma is uh, is something to marvel because they're not married um, and that's something I always held up and Wendy always held up as a good example of a successful relationship that doesn't have to be based on marriage. Right. Um, how long have they been together? Uh, I think they've been together about 25 years. They have four that's children. Yeah. It's incredible. She's, uh, she's yeah. incredible. She's uh, a yeah. broadcaster in her own right. And, mm-hmm. um, I think Emma Freud is her name, right? Emma Freud. Yeah. She's a Freud. Yeah. She's, she's a. What do you mean? She, she's like a Freud. She's Freud? a Freud. Freud. Yeah. Her. I think. Like. Sig, like. Like. S- Siggy. I think Zig. I, I think Siggy is her great grandfather. Um, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. And like Lucian Freud, the painter. Do you know him? Oh my God! I love his work. Um. That's like her uncle. I really do. No. That you, sounded. That sounded fake, but I really do like. I love paintings, and he has a really cool painting. No, that that's I love. that's. We were talking about Walberswick. Um, which is, yeah. it's like the, the old Freud, uh, farmhouse from when they left yeah. Austria or whatever, but that's where Wendy and I stayed this place, by the way, I tried to, I tried to mention it in the interview. This is just out of a storybook, this place. Like, yeah. um, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, she's a Freud. They have a fantastic relationship. I love that, I love that the guy who wrote Four Weddings and a Funeral and Love Actually, Notting Hill, and is, like, known as the definitive rom-com guy, Yeah, is in a long-term relationship, a civil union, yeah. with Sigmund Freud's great-granddaughter. Yeah, well, what would Freud say, right? Yeah, what would he say? I'm talking about Emma. What would Emma say? I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. Re- some really good jokes. I hope Richard... Yes, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, also, uh, I mentioned this a little bit in the top. The guy, the guy turned down a knighthood. Yeah. Well, he turned down Paul McCartney, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Richard isn't really sweating it about. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, you want to be? You want to be, sir? You want to be a knight? Yeah. You want to be? You know? No, thank you. He's like that's what I. That's yeah. That's the ultimate. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. Paul McCartney is a sir. Yeah, I could have been that. Yeah. I don't care. What Paul McCartney wants that's to marry what... me? I'll think about yeah. it. Nah. <laughs> I'll wait out. I'll wait out for John. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'll wait out for a Yoko. Yeah, um, just amazing stuff. Uh, thanks once again to Richard Curtis for making time for us here at Groomzilla's. Um, completely unnecessary and very honored to have him. All right, welcome back to Groomzilla's. Thank you so much for joining me. For this episode and all the previous episodes of season one of Groomzilla's that focus mainly on my 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 the lead up to my wedding, what a roller coaster this the season has been. Well, what a roller coaster of a show we had tonight, Eric. We 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 well we got yeah. the, we got your pep talk to me, which was very yeah. touching. Thank you for that. It really put me in a good place. Uh, You're welcome. We talked to Richard Curtis, Eric. Yeah, we talked to Richard freaking Curtis today. And super that, famous. Super super f- famous, talented, seminal. Seminal writer director. Uh, I would say British A list, maybe even A list worldwide. Uh, yeah. Called our lowly, stupid podcast and gave me some beautiful uh, advice as far as the wedding and the vows. And uh, it's to very, be fair, to, yeah. To be fair, our podcast is pretty dumb. Yeah, very dumb. Uh, yeah, very far beneath him. I would say it's beneath me in some ways. But uh, oh yeah, you know, it was it was our idea. So I don't know how I get around that. But uh, Queen's Nicky, we talked to Queen's Nicky. He was he was a total psycho, but I'm glad to talk to him again. He's doing so good, Eric. I you, can't believe how far he's gotten you are since so, the last time we talked to him. You were so confused about where Queen's Nicky was at. He was talking about faking my death and murdering my fiance. But if yeah, you can, last time last time we talked to him, he sounded like a lunatic. And then this time we talked to him. Yeah, he was saying all that stuff, but he started a business. He had like really like clear okay. ideas. And, all right, let's I move mean, on. I, I let's move know. on from Queen's Nikki. But what a wonderful episode this has been. I'm very excited. I feel like I'm in a good place, regardless of what happens with the Winnebago, whether it makes it to the venue or not. I'm excited because it's not about the Winnebago. It's about marrying the love of my life, and I'm excited. You get it. Thank you for listening. And... Uh, to everyone who's been curious about what uh, you know, what how to plan a wedding yeah. and, Dan, and yeah. groom's groom's Dan, based Dan, we're back. wedding. Oh my god, we're back. Is that David and Colin? Yeah, David, we're back. David and Colin are back. What do you? I thought you guys left. We, we got the, the we got the speech. You're done already? Well, we got a, no. I think a rough draft. I don't like, know about it's done. It's been like but... 25 minutes since you guys left. What yeah. are you talking about? When inspiration no. strikes, it strikes like a lightning bolt. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Eric, do you think they got the speech ready? This seems hard to believe. Uh, no way. Uh, just give us a chance. Yeah, just give okay. us a chance. I'll tell you what. We'll say our goodbyes, and then we can go out to this first draft, I hope, or final draft. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Bob Dylan wrote Blown in the Wind in 10 minutes. He's, so. com- he's comparing himself to Bob Dylan. Um, why don't we... Okay, Eric, why don't we... I'll see you, I'll see you in a couple of days for my wedding. Yeah. This is exciting. I can't wait. Um, yeah. and uh, thanks again for listening to Groomzilla's season one. I'm gonna be married next time you talk to me. Next time you listen to old damn man, I'll be hitched. Woo! All right, take it away, guys. Wow, Dan, Wendy, Iowa, 
California. This is a slow pace, but keep going. Now, we know what happens when Iowa meets California, don't we? That's when Marion Robert Morrison becomes John Wayne. Wow. And what is John Wayne? A legend. And just like John Wayne became a legend, so will Dan and Wendy's love become a legend. As legendary as John Forge Stagecoach or Rooster Cogburn in True Grit. Okay. So everybody raise your glass and give a toast to Dan and Wendy Cot Gill. Co- Gill. Conley Gill. Okay. Who knows where they're going with the name. Wow. All right. That wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. I, I don't know. That was way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's like... Uh, that was really the perfect good. speech, right? It was the perfect speech. speech. You guys, I thought... there was there was kind of a lot about John, John Wayne. Wayne a lot yeah. about John Wayne. Um, they, I liked it. I liked it. Maybe I'll have to think about. Take the, another crack at it. I'll have to think about okay. the John Wayne thing because he was he was like a, a right wing kind of kind of guy. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I mean Dave. I think Dave and Colin. Uh, I think what you have right now, if the wedding was right now, I would be like, yeah, that's. Go with yeah. it. This is perfect. Well, we could try Kutcher. Uh, he came from Iowa to California too. Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. I don't like, know. Okay. I don't know why you're hung up on like celebrities from yeah, Iowa. I don't know. If that's I like the, the connections. Yeah. yeah. You know. I okay. just that's what I like. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a good start. You know, you can take, take another crack at You can it. take okay. more than 25 minutes. Okay. But again, yeah. pretty good for 25 minutes. Okay. Take like 30 minutes. Yeah, a couple okay. days. You got, you got. We'll see. You I'm gonna go. Days. I'm gonna go to the ocean. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna come up with something. Oh, you should go to the ocean. Yeah, a little inspiration from the from the big blue. From the big blue. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. All right. Thank you again. Fun. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's Groomzilla's Eric. I'll see you soon, buddy. Bye, Dan. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.